Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We're good, people. Hello, hello, and good morning. Welcome back to the HR Truth. We're your host, Janie. How are you guys doing today? All right, all right. We got a nice little topic for you. So if you want to get ready and just relax on your way to work or just sit back and just sip some wine so you could enjoy our little conversation up in here. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Welcome to the HR Truth. Yes. We are excited to talk to you today. So, E, (laughs) (laughs) what would you like to get off your chest and talk about today? Uh, Can I just say, why people got to be up in your business? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because they don't know any other way. That's just what this is. Yeah, but unfortunately, it gets on people's nerves. Come on, people. We're all adults. We don't want to share our business. Get off of our back. Listen, we, we interesting people. People get curious. This people are envious. The games. Yes, people are envious. People just are drawn to drama, and we need to just stop and just let it go. <laughs> okay. Now, this is just a, what is it called when public announcement? This is a public service announcement. There you go. We just want to say, at the end, get off our backs, people. Like, we are co-workers, yes, granted, but get off our backs. If we don't want to share our stories, our personal life, get off it, okay? Let's keep it professional. Don't be catty, because unfortunately, females are catty at times. And just leave us alone. Let us be and do our, let, let us continue to do what we need to do and not get in people's business. How about that? How about that? Preach. <laughs> Preach over there. And I'm supposed to be the hippie one, right? She totally is, but this fiery set, I'm kind of liking I'm all, I'm And I'm not even drinking. I am not even drinking, guys. And this is, you I know. I can't say the same. No. Where's my drink? Hello, D. <laughs> D. For, for all you listeners out there, D is my better half, and he he's slacking on the drink. Yeah, man. I'm going to fire him. That's it. You're You're fired. fired. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, going back to this topic, people, you know, I'm very Quasimodo type, relaxed, chill, zen 
But sometimes people get on my nerves and I try to bottle it in because I don't want people, you know, people to realize what I'm going through. But people that really know me do know me and they know when I'm bottling things up. So I got to tell you, she came in through my door today and she's like, people, I'm telling you, Jay, people. And I'm like, <laughs> what's the matter with you? I'm like, take a seat, take a load off. Like, we're going to get recording. She's like, they're so nosy. And I'm like, yeah, in fact... All of our careers, they have been like, what's going on? And she's like, why they got to ask a million and one questions? Whatever I choose to do is my business. What if I don't want to share? I don't have to share. And I'm like, okay, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> so let me temperature gay. How are you feeling today? Girl, don't let me open. Don't let me open. I think you already did. You I did. <laughs> I did. I did. But, you know, it's just, listen. I am very private. For those that, that know me, I don't share my business just to anyone, especially if I'm just getting to know you. Like, I like to feel the vibe. I like to feel your type of personality to see where are you coming from? What are you going to do? Right? Because my gut always tells me, yeah, this is a good person or this is not a good person. Stay away. Right? And I always go with my gut. And all of a sudden, I come back and I'm like, hey, what? why are you, like, interrogating me for? Like, we're all grown adults. You know it's the aura thing. Yeah. You know that people are drawn to that and they get curious and you just kind They of just want to know your business. Swat them away like flies. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm like, uh. And then they start, you know, doing a little retaliation like, oh, if you're not going to start sharing your stories, then I'm going to make havoc on you. Right? Well, that, that's when you go, <laughs> all right, bye. And you just sit there with the waving of the like, hands. bye, Felicia. Because you know whatever nonsense they do, especially at work, it's going to ricochet for, for all you listeners out there. Don't mess with your coworkers, man. Like, even if you can't stand them or you love them, like, just leave them be. Do your job. Call it a day. Like, mind don't business. mind your business. Don't don't <laughs> stir the pot. Their personal life, what happens outside of work, if their personal life is confusing to you or, you know, they share a tidbit here and there, leave it at that. Stop digging. Nobody want to share their stories. Just, no. just stop digging. Yeah, exactly. Now, if we're we're panas and we're you know tight friends, and I don't be telling you, hey girl, something happened. Blah 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 blah. Right. But don't don't try to mesh with me when I don't even know you. Don't try to sweet talk me because that doesn't work with me. Don't try to butter me up because <laughs> it's not happening. So leave it be. You know, if you feel the vibe is not working, then just walk away before I truly explode and show you what I truly am. Uh, you're exercising some J vibes. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is, oh my God. I've been waiting for this moment for the longest time. I'm like, this is J vibes right here. Like, don't come into my space no. if I don't invite you. Like, exactly. So it's so funny because today, same thing happened. Okay, you we share had, your story. We had We had a situation at one of the sites. And a manager kind of tried to do what he was supposed to do. Okay. And the employee pushed back and threatened us with the union. Which, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, that doesn't I love. Really make a difference. So his manager, his upper, came in and we were talking. And you know when, when you try to keep it like to a professional level? Yeah. And they're like, so what are you doing this weekend? And, and I'm like, that's not what we're talking about right mm -hmm. now. Like... 
we need to focus to the topic on hands. Like, it is Friday at four o'clock. Like, I don't want to be here. You're already tuned off. I'm already tuned off in my head. I'm like, I got a million and one things that I need to wrap up. I don't need to talk to you about what I plan to do over the weekend uh-huh. or gumbayaging with whoever. Like, but it kept on becoming a consistent thing. And I'm like, dude, if I do not want to share and you're getting the vibe that I don't want to share it, shut up and walk out of my exactly. office. <laughs> Start reading the room. And people. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm like, come on, man. Like, we're on, we're going to get on a call to fire this employee. <laughs> like, and you're over here asking me if I'm going to get a freaking pedicure or some nonsense over the weekend. Like, none of your business. How about that? This was a guy talking to you about this? This was a guy. Talking about a pedicure? A guy. Nice. Well, listen, I don't have anything. I don't have anything against people, especially guys that do the petties, you know, by all means. Those are some do sexy your thing. feet. Yes. Yes, darling. <laughs> click, click, click. Listen. But really, like, come on. There's, there's no motive. There's no motive. And then especially, get this ticker. You get moles, right? You get moles in your department that starts sharing exactly what it is that the process is flowing with all the other workers and you share it with that individual that wants to know all your business. And then all of a sudden it's like, um, yeah, I know what this happened here, what this happened there. And I'm like, okay, so what's the problem? If you want to run the department, by all means, you run the department and leave me be. Oh God. Can I just tell you that 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 scenario right there, Mm -hmm. like, okay, for all you HR people that are in management and this is your first ever department, you will get your subordinates try to challenge you, right? But they don't know what they're in for, man. They don't have a freaking clue. At the end of the day, I I can't tell you, even watching it from other departments, Mm -hmm. I'm like, just turn to them and be like, you want to take my seat? Like, go bird. Trust me. (laughs) Take it. Take it. I want to, you don't know how badly sometimes I want to turn around and be like, I took this position full knowing my responsibilities and not understanding the fire that comes on the back end of that. Uh And there's some days that I kind of just want to be like, why am I here today? Like, I'd rather be on a beach sipping a pina colada and saying, you know what? I sell coconuts on the side <laughs> of the road for my... Like, I'll, do, I'll do data entry anytime. Any if you want to take my seat, you wanna, by all means, pero coño, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you want to leave me the hell alone for the next three... I will sit there and enter 2,000 freaking employees. Mm-hmm. Just leave me. Yeah. And that's, and that's where we have to realize that there's a lot of individuals leaving companies because they're tired of it. How many people don't want the responsibilities? Mm-hmm. I know executives that went mm-hmm. down a notch or two just to do basic stuff because they don't want to deal with the whole crap. And mind not, you, I'm sorry. Only, I'm sorry. It's not only just dealing with the basic crap. It's the burnout. Yeah. If you don't know how to balance the burnout, forget about it. Yeah. Like today, for example, 11 o'clock in the morning to 3.50 in the afternoon. I've been in meetings all day. Oh, the meeting about the meeting about the meeting. About the meeting of not knowing about the meeting. That's going to happen at the meeting. (laughs) Yes. I love those things. I literally spent half my day talking. Why? Talking. Why? And I'm like, 
I have a million and one other things to do with my team. Like, I get that this is important, mm-hmm. but to what extent? Like, I'm like, dude, we're here for two and a half hours talking about the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What for? Listen, if it's so important, let's shoot an email, let's collaborate for five minutes, but like for an hour? So, so I will say this, and I remember <laughs> very clearly in bigger companies, uh-huh. right? When we were in our last company together, we had a meeting about a meeting about a meeting and it was scheduled and it was thorough and sometimes it took longer than what it should normally take. Okay. But it was on topic, right? For the most part. I'm now in a mid-sized company. Okay. And it's almost like a temperature gauge, like the wind. One week it is, we need to stay on topic. We need to have... A organizational plan. We need to blah, 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 right? And then the next week, it's like, we don't need that much structure. <laughs> we're, we're, we know what we have to talk about. And then we all get in, and I'm like, in my head, uh-huh. right? Because that's another thing. Like, I already foresee the disaster, but I'm like, is it even worth my breath? Probably not. No one's going to give a shit. Yeah. I'm going to bitch about. The stuff that really doesn't freaking matter. Let's just get down to the meat and potatoes. Let me know what I need to do. Let me know what I need to tell my team. Let's come to a collective minds. I'll push back if I have to push back. Other okay. than that, that's leave it. me alone. Yeah. Right? So that's usually my approach to these things. But I can foresee the disaster coming down the tube when they're like, oh, we're going to have a talk about this. And I want a 10 o'clock meeting. We're all going to get together. And I see no agenda, no layout. I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to be here for like two and a half hours. Yeah. And it's always the days that I don't have two and a half hours No, to because spare. you're running like a chicken without a head doing all these different objectives. And following right? up with people, right? Yeah. Because as, as much as I love my girls and they're phenomenal, there are times they get burned out too. Yeah. And there's times that they have a lot to juggle. And I know deep down inside, I'm like, oh, that may be a little bit too much for her. Mm-hmm. But I throw it at them anyway, because it's all about how are you going to react to the sink or swim? It's getting them acclimated exactly. to the critical thinking Because here's my thing, and I've told them all this, like, I never want them to leave me going to another company, uh-huh. whether it be big or small or what have you. And not being able to handle the workload or turn around and be like, my old boss never taught me that. I always stress that. I'm like, I don't care what you do. Mm -hmm. You could turn to me tomorrow and be like, hey, I'm going for a job interview. And I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm going to tell you, yay or nay. I'm going to say, yeah, you're ready. Go. You got my blessing. I'll help you with your resume. I'm going to be really sad that you go, but you're going to help me find a replacement for you. And you're going to go and buy. And then there's a part of me that's like, no, you're not freaking ready and you're out of your mind and you want to bite off that. Like I had one of my girls who did that. Okay. And I know I shared this with you. She left prematurely and um, she turned to me and she was like, hey, Jay. So I've always envisioned myself in the school districts. And I'm like looking at her like, no, don't pigeonhole yourself. Yeah. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, be open. This is what you really want. So let's be open to this. Right. So she tells me, she's like, yeah, I want to go to the school district, blah, 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 blah. And in my head, I'm like, there's so much more you haven't learned and haven't humbled yourself to learn. I'm just like flabbergasted, like mouth open, like, yeah. uh, okay, didn't see that coming. So she's like, so I want to have your blessing on this. And I, I told her flat out, I said, listen, 
I will always give you my blessing when it's something you truly want to do. However, you're not ready. Okay. I said, you haven't even gotten past workers' comp. You haven't gotten past basics on benefits. Uh-huh. You haven't mastered the generalist end of the job. And yeah, you've dealt with employee engagement. You've dealt with employee investigations. You've dealt with, you know, personality clashes in the office uh-huh. and trying to motivate the team. But you have not done the meat and potatoes of HR. So, no, you're not ready. And they gave you a snarky remark and then look, right? I bet. Yeah, yeah, it's the, it's the, I don't like, care what ballsy. you think. Like, like yeah. I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, well, you've, not for nothing, you came into my damn office and asked me. And I appreciate you being honest. Mm-hmm. But now I'm being honest with you. You're not ready. Now, you still choose to go. Adios contigo. Great. Yeah. Let me know how it goes well, for you. Are. Right? Mm-hmm. And she wasn't ready. And... You know, I don't just throw my girls to the wolves. So a couple months roll by. Hey, how's it going in her new position? Uh-huh. You know what she tells me? What? She goes, I am literally assigned to deal with employee terminations only. Oh. I say, so you fire all the teachers and the teacher's aides and you deal with the write-ups? Yeah. You haven't done any other aspect of HR? That's it? No. I said, you know me. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Are you feeling engaged? <laughs> no. And she's like, well, I mean, there's good benefits and blah, blah, blah. I go, that's all I needed to hear. I said, okay, when you're ready and you need help, you let me know. Yeah. I haven't heard from her since that point. And I mean, heard from her on like, a, hey, let's catch up HR talk. Uh-huh. It's been more like, hey, how are you? Hope to see you soon. Let's grab some lunch. Haven't really dug in. Okay. And part of me is I'm like, man, she had so much potential. potential. Yeah. And she pigeonholed herself. But sometimes you just got to let them fall. You know, and You're that's right. and that's You're what right. I do. I said for one of my subordinates that she approached me, started crying. I don't want to leave, but I have a great opportunity. I honestly told her, I said, you have every right to leave. Whether you feel that you are capable of doing it, that's on your part. I hope that I taught you the, you know, the reins of what HR is. And then you just focus on that. Cause, cause you know, and I, I think I've stressed this to you and, and me and you take a very similar approach when it comes to dealing with our people mm-hmm. in that regard. I never want to be at a Sherman conference or some other HR function and <laughs> look across and their manager and then point at me and be like, she taught me nothing. Yeah. Or be like, she was my first boss and I learned Jack from her. Mm-hmm. No, not my thing, because me and you both know I've had plenty of bosses that have taught me jack. And I have I have learned to sink or swim on my own. Yeah. And it's really a sucky experience. And that's sad. It is so sad. You know, I have a friend that she just relocated herself to a new company. She knew her manager. Right. And she says, I need you to come work with me when she gets there. You know, being in a company for over X amount of years, you're already comfortable in the setting. You already know what to do Monday through Friday. Your schedule and your whole, like, workflow, you already know it because you've been doing it for so many years. You come into this company not knowing anything. Then all of a sudden, you thinking that that manager that you used to work for before was going to sit down with you, go over the rules and the procedures. No. Wake up call. You have to do it on your own. 
what does she do? She contacts me and I appreciate her and I love her to death, right? But sometimes we just gotta step back, start analyzing everything that you learned from your manager that cared about you and you have to go with it because you are that strong person. And sometimes it's a pride thing, right? Of course. Because you got, you got friends of yours that, you know, you either graduated college from or you know from high school, whatever, and they're doing X, Y, Z with their lives. Mm-hmm. And now it becomes a competition game, which is so sad because I feel like a lot of people in their 20s, they go through that. Yeah. They want to, like, compete and show their family and show their friends, like, how professional and how, how advanced I've gotten and look how much money I'm making, right? Uh-huh. And they lose sight of their growth and development. And it kills me because a lot of them are have so much potential to be great HR managers one day. And you're looking at them and you're like, dude, you're, you're chasing the pennies? You're chasing the pennies when in reality, yes. Does everybody deserve to get compensated in the right range? Absolutely. In a perfect world, we know they pigeonhole everybody. Yes. Okay? But you have to gauge whether you are ready And really be truthful with yourself and say, hey, I haven't learned this. I haven't done that. I'm not ready to do that. And it's okay. And I I find, and maybe this is just me, but a lot of the young cats, they refuse to humble themselves and take a lower paying or lesser paying compensated job Mm -hmm. for the sake of learning to be able to take that leap three or four steps ahead of the crowd. Shoot, I did it. To, so did I. <laughs> I mean, me and you are both a prime example. We sucked it up. Yeah. We worked crappy HR jobs. Of course. Okay. Doing stuff that I hated, like data entry and stuff like that. That was mundane on the day-to-day yeah. basis. But we did it knowing we were getting paid less than everybody in our department to be able to stop, observe, and really learn what was going on around us. Of course. And we're both VPs before... 50? Like, yeah. that's unheard of. And that's the key, right? So a lot of the young, the young cats, they, they chase after the money. Oh, I have to get paid this amount. And they it's miss not the that ball easy, of altogether. Because how many managers do you run into, right, that are seeking their manager's job? They're hungry for their manager's job until they're in the seat. And then they're like, oh, I don't want this. Why, why did I do this yeah. to myself? They're either not ready <laughs> Or they don't, they can't deal with the fire and they do what you said. I mean, two or three years or even five, seven years down the line, they take a demotion two steps down to go back to what they originally were doing. And where they're comfortable. They're comfortable there. Exactly. They, they're, there's, everybody has a cap Mm -hmm. and that cap, they're comfortable there. They don't want to deal with it. Great. Kudos to you. I hope you live the rest of your days out. Great. But for the rest of us that are looking to grow, don't try to jump ahead and be in your manager's spot unless you really know what it is or what it takes to drive the reins. Yeah, push me away. And sometimes your manager is going to tell you things that you're not going to want to hear. Of course, and it's called constructive criticism. Get over it. Yes, <laughs> you have to learn to accept when people tell you you're doing a good job or you're doing a bad job. And this whole communication with, oh, Thank you for doing a great job. You are appreciated. Listen, who has time to do that every second of the day? Our newest generation in the workforce, granted, you guys enjoy hearing that, but in actuality, you have five different generations working right now, and they're all different. 
it's not about catering. It's not about holding. It's not about like being mama and papa bear. At the end, you have to be strong, especially dealing with the HR department, right? Whether you go into different divisions in the business industry, that's great and dandy. But in all and overall, it's all about how strong you are, whether you have tough skin and stop being sensitive. It is definitely the tough skin. And again, it's just a job, people. It's just a job. Don't take everything so personal. No. <laughs> it's seriously. Don't take it so personal. HR, for all the newbies coming into HR, learn to develop thick skin. Learn to get constructive criticism, not only from your manager, but from other departments. Of course. Learn to take constructive criticism from everywhere else. And the biggest key that I can tell you is take it with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Learn from it, correct it, and move on. And don't forget this one, Jay. Turn off your pride and your ego. Oh, yes. Because those two little monsters are going to overwhelm you and you're going to look like an ass at the end of the day when you think you know it all, when you actually don't. Humble yourself and say, I don't know how to do this. Please help me. And pulling the cart ahead without discussing it with your manager to try to show them that you know what you're doing. Don't do that. No. Because you'll end up on your face nine times out of ten. And when they find out, they're going to question you, like, why did you do this without discussing this with me? <laughs> and when you're like, oh, but I thought that it was the right way. We don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. So, you know, and again, you go through the HR courses. You learn how to do the book work, right? Mm -hmm. When, in fact, it's totally different from reality being in the department. <laughs> so always remember that, like, no matter what the book tells you, yeah, you get, you get the standardized generic situation, but that does not get you to where you're supposed to be when you're facing reality and ethical issues that you got to deal with on a daily basis. And a lot of these companies take those book definitions and what you're supposed to be doing and they stretch it, they stretch it and they warp it to help the company benefit. Which leads to the question, what is HR really there for? Is, it for, you? is it for the people or is it for the company? I know a lot of you bleeding hearts out there. They, you come into the <laughs> field, oh, I want to help people. Bleeding I want to I I rate the HR department in the top <laughs> 10% of like best places to work. Great goals to have. Mm -hmm. Not knocking you. I, I love those goals. The reality is you won't hit those goals if upper management and CEOs and the owners and the co-owners and the, the shareholders the share do not and all that. agree with your vision. It will not happen. The bottom line is HR is there for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to protect the liability of the company. Yes. Yes, ma'am. We are the gateholders. They want the workforce to believe that we are there for the workforce build an empowering team, make the team want to work for the company. We get great benefits. <laughs> Come work for us. Listen, bottom line, we are there to be the gatekeepers, a liability for the company. And we clean or everything up. Yes. We are there to be the janitors of the people. If you're not doing something that it's not appropriate, we're going to tell you, hey, cut the crap. These are the policies sign it, acknowledge it. Next time you're going to get terminated. My brain works on the 24 seven of 
what are the many pitfalls or ways we can get sued? <laughs> Whether it's from the employees to the managers to a client, whatever the case is, my brain is constantly thinking, where's the liability in this conversation? Mm-hmm. Where is this conversation taking Z? Am I going to be in a space where six to two years to five years on the road, this employee or this person is going to try to sue us because of how we handled the situation. Of course. That's what we're there for. And you need to know your regulations with the states, right? So, for example, we're on the East Coast and your company acquires a new location out in the West or the Midwest. Start reading. Exactly. (laughs) Research, research, research. Because, for example, I had this one situation where the lady was a little abrupt. She was agitated because her pay, because of verbal communication. Oh, they promised me this much. They promised me to be full time. They promised me this and that. And then all of a sudden, she doesn't pay attention to her paycheck until six months later. And now she wants retro for all that for $2 difference. And she starts cursing. I mean, I had the executive on the other line with me while we spoke. And I told her, I said, she needs to relax. She needs to take a deep breath. And then eventually we'll discuss on how to help her out. No, she went on a rant. She was cursing. She was using the F word. She was throwing them bombs left and right. And at the end, I said, if this doesn't stop, this conversation is over and you're terminated. And guess what happened? She kept on. She kept on. So I said, okay, just to put it on record, just in case she was recording us, I said, this conversation is over. Thank you very much. Have a good day. I ended a call. I texted her just in case so she could have it on record (laughs) that due to her misconduct, she's being terminated. Now she's calling. Now she's venting. Now she's texting. But unfortunately, it is what it is in her state, right? Because the company is an at-will company, which, you know, we have every right to terminate the individual. We just got to make sure that in that state, there's no other repercussions if you terminate someone just because, right? And that's the actual facts, just having that documentation, putting in the file and waiting and expecting for a case to come about. See, and and we had something similar (laughs) and completely out of our control. But you get those employees that will do exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. And then they'll call you and be like, but aren't you HR? Aren't you supposed to be like defending me? Or is there something I can do? Well, you just spent the last 30 minutes cursing everybody out on the phone. Yeah. There's pretty much nothing you could do at this point. Just like today, I had a case with one of the workers and we approached her on her, her insubordination and just her blatant like tone towards the manager, like hostile. Mm-hmm. Mind you, this manager has never met her face to face. So she's getting all this from the gossip that's flying through this through the site. And he did nothing wrong. He just said, did you let this person in? You violated policy and procedure. Please don't do it again. She took it to the um degree. Yeah. So he called me and he was like, yo, she went off on me. I didn't say anything. And this is like a very calm spoken guy. Mm-hmm. So I said, why don't we get her on the phone? If she gets loud on me, we're writing her up for insubordination. We're writing her up for, for operational misconduct. Misconduct. We're writing her up for allowing a patron into a client space against operational rules. And that's going to be that. And she keeps on lipping off. I'm going to fire her because I'm not doing this. Uh-huh. Right. And normally I do this whole progressive discipline thing. I'm like, yeah, just give him another shot. Give him the shot. But this site has been aggressively 
like nightmare. Honestly, every day I'm like, oh, another one. I have one of those. And it's not the manager. It's the fact that the manager is trying to actually do what was supposed to be done from the jump. Uh And now they're like, hold up. This guy just waltzed in here, but for the past six months, we haven't done this. Who is he to tell us? So I had to lay down the rule book and be like, this is your manager who is assigned to your site. Do you have an issue? Has he violated any policies? Has he spoke to you on unruly? Is there something you would like to discuss uh-huh. that has not been discussed? Is something caught on camera? Everybody comes up with squat. Yeah. Okay. So today we have this call. And the minute I say you are on the call with me and can I call the union? <laughs> Can I get the union rep on the phone? I said, no. Mm-hmm. But don't I have right to representation? Yeah, you have right to representation when you schedule a meeting with your shop steward and me. Of this course. is not a meeting scheduled. I called you. And so now that I called you, I'm telling you that we need to have a conversation about your tone mm-hmm. and what is going on because we had a breach in security. I need to have this conversation with you. I don't feel comfortable having... Let me remind you, you are not an employee of the union. Of course. FYI. That's like throwing... The union does not care about you. They just want their benefit They just want their money. (laughs) But I can't say that, right? So I'm like sitting there and I'm like, no, you cannot call the union. This is not a shop steward represented case. I need to talk to you about your insubordination. Oh, all right, all right, all right. And we, we drop the bomb on her and we say, did you do this? It, I don't feel comfortable with this conversation. Did you do it? Yes or not? Yes. Okay. This is a documented conversation. You need to understand you were caught on camera doing X, Y, Z in the third. You just validated that you did X, Y, Z in the third. Please don't do it again. I don't like the way he came at me. How did he come at you? Well, he called me. Okay. Okay. She had nothing me. Like, I literally was like, this is wasting my time. She didn't have a recording? I'm surprised. Nothing. I'm surprised. Nothing. And the guy is like, he sounds like Barry White. He's like, hey, what's up? Like, all the time. (laughs) Like, he's just like this mellow teddy bear. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, this is is not happening here. She just didn't want to do it. So I'm like, "Uh, field inspections also report that you're not wearing your uniform. And he's had several conversations about wearing your uniform. Oh, well... My blazer was in the dry cleaner. Really? Do you have a receipt proof that it was in the dry cleaner? Uh-huh. No. Okay. So then So you're how lying. do you prove that it, like my dog ate my homework? Yeah. Okay. No. So I said, and just because of her tone, she started getting really defensive. Okay. As I was just simply asking her questions. And I had a reminder, I'm like, I'm HR. I'm here for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. But anyway. <laughs> I am here for you. I am here to get down to the bottom of the truth. Okay. If you have something of truth or something viable, please bring it to the table now. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. You're getting written up for insubordination. You're getting written up for violating operational procedures. Okay. You're getting written up for... And I went down and read her the Miranda rights. And you know that she turned around at the end of the conversation and said... What are you trying to tell me like that? Uh-huh. I wanted to be like, did you not hear the last, like, three hours? She wasn't paying attention. She wasn't paying attention. So I turned around and I said, you know what I'm trying to tell you? Don't come back to site. We'll call you on Monday to see if we have another placement for you somewhere else. But as of right now, you're not coming back to site. And she started you calling, calling everybody. hung up on me. Oh, nice. And I said, we're done here. I'm not wasting my another breath with this. And I go, I'm sorry to tell you this. 
find coverage for this weekend because I don't want yeah, to see her on the reports. Yeah. Point blank. And I never usually take that approach, but okay. she got so under my skin that I was like, dude, like I'm here asking you basic questions. You're now, doing what you, you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm here to do your job. HR is here for the company liability. Because you know what, what that would have been, people? If I didn't report that, if I didn't go on a, a conference call to have a third party person present for that conversation, if I just ignored what was happening at the mm-hmm. site, I was not going to, A, support the company by supporting the manager to address the problem at hand. So in another two to three months, where however long it takes, yeah. it would have been a repetition problem and we would have been right back to square one. Yeah. So that was Especially one. dealing with the client exactly. and the breach of security. Breach of security. Big, big no-no. Yeah. Number two, if I never took the time to have that conversation, I would never empower the manager enough to say, hey, you did the right thing by writing her up and addressing the problems at hand. Mm-hmm. That also leaves open gateway for that employee, that said employee, to turn around and say, well, manager so-and-so said X, Y, Z to me. And now it becomes a gossip fest running around the site. Becomes a three-ring circus. Yeah. And lastly, you get a handbook for a reason. You have an issue, call HR. She hasn't called me not once. So this, to me, this is all news. What is a handbook? You know, let's, let's just, let's just touch that little topic really quick here. People, when you're going into a new company, read the damn handbook. Make sure that you understand every article, especially if you're dealing with unions as well. Because again, that is your Bible for the company. The rules and regulations are there. How to play this game is there. Because the reality is, is again, HR is there for the company. What does that mean exactly? When the company wants to get rid of you, they will have us go through the handbook and say, what can you nail this employee on? Exactly. They're not going to tell you that. No. They're just going to have a closed door conversation with us. And for all you newbies out there, when that closed door conversation happens, you're going to be looking like deer caught in headlights because you're going to be like, <laughs> do they really do this? Yes. This is, that's not uncommon. So they will come to you, you and say, XYZ company will come to you and say, XYZ employee needs to go. Yes. Find a reason to get rid of them and document exactly and you know what all of you guys get caught for something (laughs) yeah unfortunately so always cover your bases and like i always say have a soft file every time you have a conversation with somebody make sure you date it make sure you timestamp it who was around because i don't know about you but when you see those criminal like little shows where they say what were you doing on april 2nd of 1997 at 2 30 in the afternoon And you're like, wait, just give me a second. Let me go back to my book. (laughs) You would think that's what you're supposed to. You should be like that. You should be documenting every single thing. And that's what we want to teach you guys. You know, as far as anything you do in life, always document whether you're providing some form to someone, have a copy, have the confirmation when it was submitted, who you had a conversation with, because it all is relatable. And don't get us wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. I love my workforce, right? Oh, yeah. They're great people. They work their butts off. I appreciate them so much. If I can throw in a little bonus here and there and say, hey, let's do an attaboy or let's, you know, let's see if we can renegotiate the 401k package. Like, I'm going to do that because at the end of the day, the workers are what drives the company. That is not disputed. 
I don't care who tells you, I don't care how much money is circulating out there, there will be no company without the workers. That is the reality. Mm-hmm. However, HR is hired to protect the company. Yes. And it's unfortunate, right? Because you would think HR is there for the people, which for the most part, the guidance is there for the people to make sure. Yes. We're adding to make sure that they're following the rules of the game with the company. Right? (laughs) That's what it is. Make sure that you're cooperating with the HR department. Yes. People. Don't make our lives harder. Listen, all you've done, HR it is listening. confidential. Yes, the conversation is confidential, but you know what? We have to record the document. Not through like a phone app, just documenting, typing the information and putting it in a soft file for your case in case there is something in the future. Yeah. So, you know, it's... It's a challenge when you're getting into the field. Yes. Any being, type of department. Being exposed to all this for the first time, it kind of gets your head scratched and you're like, well, that's not what they taught me in school. And that's not what I thought I was going to do. And there will be companies and bosses that will empower you to say, hey, you know, make a great workforce for the people. They'll empower you to a certain extent until the numbers come on the table. When they see how much these things cost... That changes talents. Mm-hmm. It's all about the numbers at the end of the day. Turnover rates. You know, time to fill or hire for all you recruiters out there. All that plays into the metrics game, plays into the end of the month numbers. If you as a department cannot drive those numbers, you're going to be out. And you got to get creative. Like you got to come up with some free initiatives to kind of empower your people that they don't realize is free, but for us, it's free. Yeah. You you have to get for all the HR managers. You have to get really, really empowered and really dig deep and try to figure out what's going to drive your workforce without incurring cost. Oh, the newbies out there, you guys don't realize, but nine times out of 10, you come into the field and what do you think about? How much am I going to get paid? How much are my benefits going to cost me? And when can I go on vacation? And when can I go on vacation? <laughs> How much vacation time do I get? Yeah. Stop being so short-sighted. Like, you guys got to look past that and say, what does this company have to offer me? Yeah. Is this boss going to be my mentor? Does this company have or embody the cultural aspect that I'm looking for? Or are they going to be the company that the minute I hiccup or I go the wrong way, they're going to turn to my boss and say, find a reason to get rid of this employee. Yeah, weed them out. We need weed them out. them out. Yeah. Weed them out, right? And again, don't chase after the numbers. Don't chase after the money. It's great to get a great paying salary. I'm sure you all deserve it. I know we deserve it. Mm-hmm. Every, everybody works hard. Yeah. You get it. But humble yourself to really put yourself up against the wall and ask yourself, are you ready for that next step? Are don't you, don't yeah. be so envious of the person above you because you have no clue what it is to walk in those shoes. Yeah. And then also just keep in mind that at the end, it's all about opportunity. It's all about understanding the flow of things. Right? Yeah. It's the flow. <laughs> Roll with the flow. Roll with the flow. Roll with the punches. (laughs) Yes, darling. So, (laughs) I feel better. I feel better. I vented a little bit. Yeah, my shoulders are down. I'm taking deep breaths and just 
vibing. The hippie aura is coming Yes. Back, Although I really better. did enjoy the whole J vibe <laughs> on the other side of the table. It's not me. It's not me. It's oh, sometimes it comes out. Me. <laughs> sometimes it comes out, but I told myself back, I'm grounding myself once again. And listen, guys, I appreciate you guys. Always remember who you are, what you stand for, and what you're striving to become. And be honest with yourself, people. Hold yourself accountable. Ask yourself, how do I grow to that next level? And it's okay if it takes you a little bit longer than somebody else to the left of you. Be humble and be happy with where you're at. Yes. Because where you're at is exactly where you're supposed to be. Hey, and if you have any questions, comments, or you need guidance, you got us to assist. You can reach us out to any social media platforms and we will be happy to assist you in every way possible. I am always, always on our Instagram, the HR Truth Podcast, on Twitter. If you guys need any assistance, you don't know which way to go, you need some advice in your career, please shoot us over a message. We are there to kind of help you guys out and help guide your way. All right, guys. Well, have a great day. And you know what's it all about? Some good vibes. Keep it vibing, people. Keep it vibing. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.